The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We are here for opening day action. It has finally showed up. It's been a heck of a 2020 year in general. Didn't know if we'd make it this far, but we are here with two games on your Thursday, July 23rd, and two bangers on tap. Hopefully one does not get rained out, but uh, welcome to Quick Hits. We've been doing this for about four or five years now. You out of your first look podcast going through mainly the DraftKings slate to go over position by position, plays that stand out, stacks that stand out, things along those lines to get you ready for your day of MLB DFS action. You'll find this work over at thesportsdegens.com, over at Rotoballer, and many other places this season. So come check it out. It'll be live streamed on the Periscope, on Rotoballer's YouTube channel, all over the place to get you going on this 2020 baseball season. Again, first look podcast, mainly DraftKings only. This one will be a quickie. We usually try to do them in around 30 minutes or so. Some big slates go a little longer, but this will be a quickie. you got two games on tap. you got Yankees at the Nats, Giants at the Dodgers. Uh, watch the weather, Yankees, Nats. It's getting better and better every time we look. Scattered showers possible, but think it gets in. Team to- uh, Game total of seven. Cole Scherzer inject that straight into our veins to start the season. That is going to be absolutely outstanding. Two pitchers that should be stretched out. And ready to rock and roll. And then you got Giants, Dodgers in the nightcap. Cueto, Kershaw, total of seven and a half on that one. Dodgers are minus 300 favorites at the moment. So they are heavy, heavy favorites in that one. When you look at the team totals, Dodgers running away with this one. Team total well over five. Yankees and Nationals about 3.6 and 3.3 respectively. And then the Giants pulling it up a barely above two in their matchup versus Clayton Kershaw. So when we get to cracking on this slate and you're looking at um, you know DraftKings pricing on this one, your top price pitcher is one Garrett Cole at $10,000. I think this is a great time to go to Garrett Cole. When you're looking at early projections for ownership, you're, you're getting um, Scherzer and Kershaw as the high guys because people want to pay for bats tonight. When you're looking at um, Cole, a guy that we know can go five, six, maybe in seven innings right now. We remember that streak towards the end of last year. He was just a strikeout monster, double-digit K after double-digit K night. Uh, time and time again for Cole, there's a reason he was one of the best, if not the best pitchers 
in all of baseball last season. So there has to be some major, major thoughts to Garrett Cole at 10000 It's a steep price tag. It's a good Nationals offense. Don't get me wrong. They, they did lose Rendon, but still, you know, Soto and Turner and Eaton will get on base and be a pain in the butt. And they have other guys out there that'll, that'll make some noise. But if you can get Garrett Cole at low ownership in this matchup, I think it's very sneaky. Um, Nationals ballpark is a live ballpark. Don't get me wrong there. Uh, last year was the, number, the fourth least pitcher-friendly ballpark in all of baseball. It's going to be potentially rainy. It's going to be in the low 80s. It's going to be a lot of moisture in the air. That should help a little bit if you really want to get nerdy about all this. But something to keep in mind when you're checking out um, Garrett Cole tonight at low ownership, projected around 67%, which is not bad when you really want to break down um, pitching on a four, uh, uh, four teams, two-game slate. Something to definitely keep in mind. With Mr. Cole, big-time strikeout guy. He almost had a 40% K rate in general last year. That was elite. He uh, faced the Nationals team that uh, did hit righties well, but um, they also strike, struck out over 22% of the time versus righties last season. So Cole at 10,000, someone I definitely think is uh, in play and should be in play for you tonight if you want to get a little different in your lineups. Uh, you got Mad Max versus the Yankees. Very powerful Yankees lineup. Scherzer can get some strikeouts in that Yankees lineup. We've seen a lot of swings and miss. In that Yankees lineup, but we also know Mad Max loves to give up the long ball. So that's something to keep in mind with um, with Max. He's going to be eighty six hundred bucks. He's going to be very very popular at that price point. Projected to be almost eighty one percent owned right now, early on on a Thursday. So Max is in play for you if you need to go there. But I think going up to Cole in that matchup is very very nice. Uh, the what should be the most popular play of the night right now. Max is projected much more. Uh, these ownerships, I think, are going to change. And I'm really curious on when these were last updated because Kershaw is only projected to be about 31% owned. And that, that really, really surprised me. I don't think that's right. But um, Kershaw against this Giants team, he should go five plus easy and get you get you a chance for the win. The Giants are pesky. I'll say it time and time again. I, they're my team. They're going to be garbage. They might get lucky to win 20 games this season, 15 probably. But they, they have the one thing that they've built is a very good platoon squad. A lot of guys that are good versus lefties versus righties, and they'll mix and match quite a bit. Uh, Kershaw still, still should be able to mow right through them. Don't get me wrong. There really shouldn't be a lot of issues when you're breaking all that down. But uh, Kershaw at 77, definitely a great play. Not going to sugarcoat it. Should be popular, but uh, it is well worth the price. At that. He's too cheap, too cheap at all. And then you got Cueto at 5,000. If, uh, if you're listening to the show in years past, we love punting pitching. If you want to roll the dice and hope Cueto can go five and give you like double digit points, your gold at 5,000, that's a obviously very, very difficult Dodgers lineup. Something to keep in mind there. And Cueto coming off the injury, we don't know exactly how long he's going to go. Uh, one thing Kapler will do, he's got a loaded bullpen. He'll play the lefty righty matchups all day long. If Cueto only goes three innings, I wouldn't be shocked. He should be, he can go more than three, but I wouldn't be shocked if they, uh, they mess around with that quite a bit. So keep that in mind with Cueto. Very intriguing at 5,000. But I'm not running to go that direction. So yeah, Cole and Cole and Kershaw, that combo I think is very very intriguing. Uh, I know you want to try to get both wins uh, with your pitchers, but if you want to go a Cole Scherzer matchup and stack the Dodgers Giants, you can. I think that's interesting as well. But Cole Cole Kershaw is where I'm going to be looking to do some damage, unless you want to get some Giants exposure. Because if you get Giants exposure, you're going to differentiate yourself real easily. If you want to use Kershaw and use like a one off Giant in your lineup, that's fine. You're on a small slate, you can do that easily. But uh, if you want to nick a little giant stack, which will be super risky, but much lower owned, you can get really weird with some stuff and go that direction. All right, look at the catcher's position on this slate. You got Gary Sanchez. We talked about um, uh, we talked about 
Scherzer loving to get the long ball. Gary Sanchez last year, interesting tidbit when you look at the Sanchez. He um he was averaging over two he averaging over two DraftKings points per at bat last season. Uh, that's pretty darn good for a guy that strikes out as much as he does. So when he puts the ball in play, big time stuff. Guys don't like to pay up for catching. So Sanchez at forty four is very interesting. And then if you just want some kind of guys that will poke and prod it around, Kurt Suzuki at forty one, a good batting average type guy. Nothing crazy there. And then if you need a punt, um, see who's catching for the Giants. There's a lot of different options there. Heineman's been getting a lot of work. He's 3,400. Uh, but I think this is one of those nights you just pay up for Gary Sanchez. I hope he runs into one. Uh, first base, you got Eric Thames at 45 versus Cole. I'm not going to pay that much for Thames in that matchup versus Cole. Could he run into one? Sure. Could he strike out four times? Definitely. So I'd avoid that. Uh, you got Voigt at 42. He could definitely um, take Scherzer deep at a given notice. So that's intriguing. But I think I'm going to save some money at this position tonight. You got Edwin Rios. He's been the talk of Twitter lately. We know the barrel rate from AAA is out of this world good. Uh, Big-time power. He's played first base, third base, and DH. Likely to DH with Gavin Lux going down. Opens up even more at-bats for potentially for uh, Edwin Rios. If he's in the lineup at 3,800, he's very, very much a play against Cueto. Matt Beatty at 35. If there's no Rios, Beatty is very interesting. And then two Giants that you could punt with if you're fading Kershaw or you want one-offs. You got um, – Austin Slater at 3100 bucks versus Kershaw. Slater hits lefties extremely well. We saw him the other night leading off, had uh, multiple hits, five RBIs against the A's. He's been swinging it well this um, this summer camp. And like I said, uh, a lefty uh, masher of sorts, if you can mash for the Giants, if that's possible. Austin Slater is one of them. And if he's leading off at 3100 you can get some extra at-bats. Could be nice and interesting there. And then they added Darren Ruff to the pool at 3000 If he's in a good spot, if you want to punch, sure. I'd rather go Slater probably but both could be interesting in those regards. But again, interesting, uh, not a lot of depth at the first base position. Second base, you got Muncie at 46. Uh, Glaber Torres at 43 is also worth a stab there. Uh, see where Edrubal Cabrera is at. But again, I keep gravitating to Giants here, guys that can hit lefties well. You got Wilmer Flores at 3,800 and Donovan Solano at 35. Those are two guys I definitely keep uh, keep an eye on if you want to go there. And then Mauricio Dubon, second base shortstop at 31. Giants are stupid cheap on the slate, and that's why people are playing for Scherzer and Kershaw because they need money to bait for bats. So Flores, Solano, and Dubon, all values in that Giants lineup versus uh, Kershaw if you want to go there. If you're going anti-Giants, it's Glaber Torres and Max Muncy in those directions, and Muncy makes a lot of sense. So make sure he's healthy. Lots of question marks there with Muncy, so you might have to go to Torres and uh, cross your fingers. Third base, you got uh, you could get interested with Miguel Andujar if you choose, but uh, Justin Turner at 41, very strong there. And Chris Taylor at 38. I wish he he should have second base, shortstop, outfield, third base. If this was you know any season long league, he'd have all the availabilities in the world. But uh, Chris Taylor at 38, having a monster summer camp. He has four home runs, I believe, hitting well over 300. One of the other, you know, Gavin Lux is in in um, on the taxi squad because of the most likely wanting to ha- have more time with him and save some money in the future. But it didn't hurt that Chris Taylor played so well. So Chris Taylor allowed the Dodgers to send Gavin Lux down. Chris Taylor should be in the lineup tonight, probably playing second base or somewhere on the diamond. 3800 bucks, nice cheap piece of the Dodgers you can take a peek at if you want to go there. But Justin Turner still a good play. I wish I could play Taylor somewhere else and you can play Turner and Taylor. But Taylor at 38, definitely in play for you on that one. Short stop position, Trey Turner at 51. I love Trey. You can steal on Garrett Cole. That's been one thing time and time again. You can steal on Garrett Cole. Trey Turner can, you know, get singles. He can infield singles. He's got gap power. He's got home run power. He does all that. He can help you in so many ways. 
The one thing I love about Turner and the ability to steal on Garrett Cole, Turner can get a walk for like two points, steal a bag or two, score a run. Next thing you know, he's got like 10 points uh, in one at-bat. He didn't even leave the yard. He didn't even leave the infield. Like he's got that ability. Now if he starts poking it around, the points can rack up quickly. It's a steep price because Turner against you know Cole and he got a tough Yankees bullpen. He can put up a big dud at 51, but this is one of those guys I think it's a very good spot here for the Nats that you can mix and match with. Uh, Corey Seager is going to be very popular at 4,400 against Cueto because the Dodgers' bats are going to be very popular. So it's definitely in play, but Turner at 51, if you're paying up, I'd take him over Seager just to be different in that regard. Uh, Carter Keeboom, see where he's on the lineup at 37. Uh, I mentioned Dubon at 31, and then B. Cross down to 27 against Kershaw, another guy you could look at if you want to, but probably try to avoid that one. Now, when you head to the outfield, uh, you got Bellinger's going to be great at 51. I'll save 200 bucks. go Mookie Betts leading off against Cueto at 49. I have no problem going there. Uh, they're both phenomenal plays. If I have to pick one of the two, I'll take Betts over Belly. People might think I'm crazy there, but I'll take the $200 in savings for a guy that's leading off and can do it all similar to Trey Turner, but to even more power, obviously, than Trey Turner. Uh, Juan Soto at 48, great play versus Garrett Cole. No problem there at all. I got Stanton at 46, uh, but Jock Jams at 45. See where he's hitting in the lineup. That could be a very, very fun play. Aaron Judge looks healthy. I know it's looks. It's Aaron Judge, but he came back swinging a hot stick. He hits righties very, very well. So I got no problem with him at 44. I'd rather have him over Stanton tonight if you need to differentiate between the two. But uh, he's very much alive in this one. Aaron Hicks is back, 4200 bucks. Uh, Brett Gardner at 41. Hicks and Gardner are two pieces of the Yankees. I always like to, if I'm looking to get Yankees exposure, stack Yankees, however you want to, to go about it, Hicks and Judge are nice pieces of that because they're not usually as highly owned. So see where they correlate in the, the lineup when it comes out later today. Maybe get them with the, of the Judge or some other pieces of that Yankees lineup if you so choose. A little farther down, like A.J. Pollock could be interesting at 39 versus Cueto. Adam Eaton at only 38, hopefully hitting towards the top of that Nats lineup with, with Cole. Could be very, very much in play for you there. Uh, Kiki Hernandez, only outfield eligible, should be shortstop or something. Um, he might be playing if Taylor isn't, or they both might be playing. Kike is only 36, another guy you can take a peek at if you need some savings. Uh, Clint Frazier is 34. I doubt he makes the starting lineup tonight, but you never know. Then there's Austin Slater at 31, Darren Ruff at 3K. And then uh, another cheap, cheap Yankee, if you want some guy, a guy that can definitely poke one out of the ballpark, Mike Talkman at 2,900 versus Scherzer is a nice cheapie to take a peek at. Uh, we know the power Talkman has. We know how much Alex Chamberlain loves Talkman. He could be a, a nice look for you there. And then it's more just check the lineups for some of these really deep punts, but that's the gist of it in that scenario. So quick recap, told you it'll be a quickie today as there's not a ton to go about in this one. And I'll get your listener questions in just a minute with you here. Um, quick recap here. Pitching-wise, I'm going. I'm thinking Cole Kershaw for now. Uh, Scherzer's going to be popular because people want to save the money with Scherzer and Kershaw. I get two elite arms and still be able to stack the Dodgers and maybe some Nats bats. Um, on a four-game slate, even if you're using one of the pitchers, don't be afraid to use a one-off because a lot of these starters are going to go five, six innings maybe. I doubt they go super deep, maybe even shorter depending on pitch counts. The big three, Cole Scherzer and Kershaw, should be able to give you to five to six pretty easily, I would imagine. So then it goes to bullpens. We know the Yankees' bullpen's phenomenal. The Dodgers can mix and match with the best of them. The Nats isn't bad when you get to the back end of the bullpen. Might be a little sketchy early on. We'll see how Dave Martinez utilizes that early in the season. And the Giants, they're not a great team. They're going to have a lot of blow-up messes. 
The Kapler is going to be a pain in the rear end with the lefty-righties back and forth with that bullpen. There is the three-batter minimum, which is going to be tremendous, but he can do something along those lines. And then when you're stacking it up, uh, Yankees-wise, you got the big guns. I like Judge and Stanton if you're looking big guns-wise. But some values, I mentioned uh, Gardner, Hicks, and Talkman could be some nice values in that Yankee lineup. If you're looking Nats, it's tough to find value out the gate until I see that lineup like uh, Soto, Eaton, Turner. I love the big three there. Other than that, we're going to have to kind of see where it goes because I think Thames is too too high priced. Could he go yard and make that price easily? It's Eric Thames. It's one of the beauties of the, some of these power bats. They can go one for five with four Ks and a home run. You still got 14 points. That's the craziness of it, and that's that's the beauty of baseball. But at his price point, where other price points are, tough to justify. If you want to be really different, he's going to be like barely any ownership. So that's something to think about there, but I wouldn't be running to do that. Dodgers, the whole lineup's in play. Uh, if you want to just take the chalk, take the chalk. Otherwise, be different. You can play the bottom end of the lineup. You're going to limit your at-bats in that, but they won't be as highly owned. Or do the wraparound stacks uh, with no uh, pitcher hitting now. That's much more viable in the National League, obviously. Uh, there's diff- there's ways to differentiate or instead of doing like two, three, four, five, do two, three, five, six, leave the four guy out or different ways to mix and match. Just one little tweak, you, you can make a unique lineup in that regards than anything Giants. Anything Giants is going to be huge. I think if you're pitching Kershaw, use a Giant one-off. That'll help make you different right out the gate. So um, they're not great. They're going to be ugly, but using a Giant will really make things different for you. All right, a couple listener questions here. David D. asks, stacking Cole and Scherzer on DK, hoping for a low score, 2-1. to one. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I think that's a very live option. I mentioned it. You know, Ideally, you want the four-point win bonus when you're picking your pitchers, but on a four-game slate, it's tough to say how that's all going to play out. So if you go Cole Scherzer, get those strikeouts. Maybe they get six-plus Ks each. You know, Six strong, limit the damage. You get all those Dodger bats, definitely an option there. Uh, Juan Vega asks, what do you think of Trent Thornton? I think Thornton's great. He's on the Blue Jays, and I think he's a very good pickup in season long, and we will talk about him when it's his turn through the DFS world. So, Vega, with you there. And then uh, David also has paid down or up at catcher. Right now, I think it's Gary Sanchez night. I usually don't pay up at catcher. I usually try to find value at catcher. I think it's Gary Sanchez night. Until we see lineups, maybe something changes. Will Smith just hasn't got it going for the Dodgers. I think he's not a bad play, just hasn't really got it going. Uh, Kurt Suzuki could be a cheaper play, not likely the ballpark very often, but he could put together a couple singles, driving a run, get you a handful of points. I just wish he was a little cheaper. He's not as cheap as he usually is. But uh, right now, I think it's a Gary Sanchez night, which is crazy because I regular listeners of the show know I do not pay for catching. But all right, that'll wrap us up. Told you this is Quick Hits. This is a first look podcast. We only had two games to talk about, so this wasn't a long one for you tonight. But uh, tomorrow, back with 11 Gamer on a Friday, which will be beautiful. Don't forget to check me out on Twitter, at BDintrick. Give the podcast a rating review. Find it on all your major platforms. You'll also find the video on uh, my Twitter via Periscope or on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Uh, the premium package of the Rotoballer is 50% off right now. And if you use promo code Bubba, get an extra 10% off. Lots of awesome contact for all sports, not just baseball, all sports. Great stuff there. They're already pumping out the goods. Thank you, Yancey Eden. You, the boy, you my boy, Blue. But um, all right, everybody, you guys have a great opening day. We are back with baseball. It feels great to do this. Um, I, I didn't mind sleeping forever because um, usually, you know, starting in March, late March, I do this every day, Monday through Friday. So it was nice to get a little bit of rest. But uh, we are back, and I'll be with you all the way through the rest of the season. Till then, good luck, everybody. If you have questions, I'm in two Slack chats and on Twitter. I will catch you guys later.